Oh my gosh, Jason from the podcast just followed me on Instagram. I am famous officially. Brian Smith here, and welcome to the Dream Path Podcast, where I try to get inside the heads of talented creatives from all over the world. My goal is to demystify and humanize the creative process and make it accessible to everyone. Now let's jump in. Jason Moore, welcome back to the Duocast, my friend. Thank you for inviting me back, Brian. I appreciate it. What is the origin of the word Duocast? Why do we say, is that your word? No, you came up with that one. Oh, okay. I don't even really know if that's a real word. I don't think it is, but you know, we are a dynamic duo, so <laughs> let's, let's get this fucker done. <laughs> right on. Okay. Well, I think people know what we're talking about when we say Duocast. Duo, two. Right. Cast, as in podcast. And uh, let's do this thing. I think that it's going to catch on. I think more people are going to use it. We got to put a copyright on it. Let's trademark that thing. Well, I want to make a nickel every time someone says the word. Absolutely. It's only fair. And I think I should get at least a penny out of that nickel, so. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) All right, my friend. Well, let's recap a couple of episodes. We're here to talk about Emily James and Sue Ennis. Who do you want to talk about first? Oh, well, uh, Emily James was first, so let's talk about her. Okay. What'd you think? Oh, well, I think it was a great interview. It was actually pretty educational to me. You know, the thing I liked about Emily's interview was just her total experience so far that she has in the music industry and being able to explain and provide a view from the side of an indie pop songwriter and artist that sounds like she's been doing this for like 20 or 30 years, and she's only like 22. So it's pretty impressive. Isn't that amazing? It's it's very impressive. And just the fact that she has so much experience and has really only been in the business for like five years. But we were able to learn from her various facets of the business, including the role of producer versus engineer and collaborating with other artists, as well as how licensing of cover songs and publishing of music works as well. I felt like I was in a classroom during part of the interview where I was asking her about copyright and publishing. Uh And she's just so humble about it, too. She has all of this wisdom about the music industry that she's sharing with us, Mm -hmm. yet she is as old as my middle daughter. I mean, this is someone who is very young, yet very beyond her years at the same time. Right. Yeah, I agree. She's the same age as my oldest daughter. I've downloaded her songs and albums and EPs to my playlists, and I think they're going to be part of my permanent playlist collection. Oh, yeah. They're very good songs. They're very well put together, well produced. Uh, She's got a great voice. She's just super talented. So what did you think about Sue Ennis? We ran that just a couple of days after the Emily James episode. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, we put that one out uh, last Friday. You know, the songwriter artist type interviews, as you know, are my favorite ones to listen to because, you know, I consider myself a songwriter or at least dabble in songwriting. And you are too. I consider you a songwriter as well. Uh, well I'm not sure I would go that far, but thank you for saying that. You don't think so? I think so. Well, I don't think that I would label myself a songwriter. I would call myself an aspiring songwriter. Okay. Very much like I'm an aspiring screenwriter. Right. But I definitely appreciate being put into that category by you, someone who I respect musically and creatively. So thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, um, I love to listen to the point of view of someone who has the ability to create melodies and come up with lyrics in a quick, meaningful way, or maybe not quick, but 
certainly quicker and better than I can. And just hearing their process in the craft of songwriting, whether it just naturally flows from the writer or if it's formulaic or structured. So in listening to Sue's episode, it was great to hear her perspective and also hear about her journey in the music business and working with Ann and Nancy Wilson and the stories of her experiencing the Seattle music scene in the early 90s with the Lovemongers. And uh, I especially enjoyed when you played your song Life Goes On for her and got some great advice on how to finish it. That was the most surprising part of the interview for me. Hmm. I thought a little bit about doing that before we started, and it was kind of a last-minute idea that I was like, oh, should I do this? How is it going to sound? Is the mic going to pick up on my guitar? Am I going to be able to remember lyrics? And of course, that was just nervousness and uh, self-consciousness about my own abilities to pull something like that off. Mm -hmm. But Sue was so kind and just immediately got into coach mode and listened to that little song clip that I played for her and just dove right into songwriting coach mode and gave me some great tips and for free, didn't charge me for it. So it was pretty fun. That's nice. Sue Innes for me was a special interview because of my connection to her through my dad. Right. And as you know, my dad passed away in 2003. Mm-hmm. And that was after a long career of flying entertainers around, like the band Heart. In fact, that was the band that he flew the most for decades as their tour pilot. And when he died at the age of 56, he really took with him a lot of life stories that I did not have the ability to hear before he passed away because it was very sudden mm-hmm. when he died. Yeah. So every opportunity I have, and you remember this when I talked to Roger Fisher and Michael Fisher yeah. at episodes, I think four and five, mm-hmm. some of that episode was dedicated to just my selfish curiosity to find out what they knew about my dad. What can you share? Uh, what kind of stories do you have about my dad? And Of course, some of those stories did not make it onto the final episode for reasons (laughs) I won't go into here, but (laughs) (laughs) they weren't safe for work. Let's just say that. But to talk to Sue about her career as it relates to Anne and Nancy Wilson and also hear that story about my dad. And I was so close to heart when I was growing up. I mean, I had heart concert t-shirts my entire life, just boxes of them right on because of the tours that my dad was on. So to actually talk to someone who was behind the scenes writing songs with Ann and Nancy, some of my favorite heart songs ever were co-written by Sue Ennis, including Dog and Butterfly. Yeah. Beautiful song. Beautiful. So for me, the Sue Ennis episode was really, really special. It's a little long. It's over an hour long. And that's just because I wanted to keep going. I'm just so grateful that Sue took the time to share her story with me and, and didn't have a hard stop on when we had to say goodbye. And we, as a result, have, I think, a really nice historical record about not only her career and her relationship with Anne and Nancy, but a little bit of a historical record about my dad that I can share with my family as well. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. And uh, I think she actually, you know, kind of liked your song. She she called it a folk song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would like to help you finish that song, Brian. I'd love for you to help me finish that song. I would love to get it recorded, you know, get it down, drums and all. Shit, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, it's a date. And then we'll send it to Sue and see what she thinks. Yeah, and we'll even give her songwriting credits on it. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if we're going to sell any of it, but you know. Well, hey, she's a publisher. We'll have to give her publishing rights and have her uh, do her thing. 
Same thing she did with Dog and Butterfly, right? Sounds good. Yeah. So Jason, let's shift gears a little bit. I want to ask you about your thoughts on a message that I sent you the other day from a fan named Reed. Oh, Reed Harper. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Yeah. I I thought it was really funny. I I followed her on Instagram. Uh, She's kind of in the loop with your daughter, Emma, because I think they do basically kind of the same stuff. Oh, in the beauty industry. Yeah. Yeah. She does eyelashes. And I just decided I would follow her. And then she sent a voicemail to Emma. And so, and you sent it to me and it was, I got a good kick out of it. Do you have that voicemail still so we can play it for the listeners? I do. Oh my gosh, Jason from the podcast just followed me on Instagram. I am famous officially. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jason, first of all, that is hilarious. (laughs) And Reed is hilarious. I know. I love how enthusiastic Reed is all the time about so many things, but especially this moment where you followed her on Instagram and she takes the time to send a voice message to my daughter. And I, <laughs> I just happened to be in the living room when she was playing it. And I was like, well, who is that? What is she saying? And so I sent that to you and I'm glad you got a kick out of it. I totally did. I thought that was hilarious. One of the great things about being a part of this podcast is the community of folks that are kind of behind us and supporting us and are excited about what we're doing with this. Mm-hmm. And Reed is just one of those special people that has always been there from the beginning, liking posts, sharing posts, excited about guests and asking questions. And it really doesn't take very many what I call super fans to keep me motivated and doing what I'm doing. Right. And Reed is just one of those super fans. So I'm glad that she's still engaged and she's making us both laugh at the same time. Well, I hope she gets a chance to listen to this this episode where we play her clip and uh, maybe get a reaction out of her somehow. Yeah. Well, Reed, if you're listening, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Jason, normally I ask you at a certain point in our duo cast, what do we have coming up next? But I don't know if that's a fair question to ask because it's pretty broad. We have quite a bit coming up next. Yes, we do. So, I'll be more specific. What do we have coming up next in terms of interviews that you're excited about that are on the calendar that are perhaps not in the can yet? Um, you know, I'm actually really excited at the fact that you just told me uh, a little while ago that you got an interview with Moby. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about that too. It's really cool after two years of hustling basically to get great guests on the show some of those guests come onto the show because they ask me. Most of them are a result of me talking to their publicists and asking them to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And so over the last, I would say six months, it's more common now, now that I have developed a rapport and a relationship with a lot of publicists, they will reach out to me and they'll ask, hey, they'll make a pitch. What about so-and-so? Would you like to have them on the show? And so I got that pitch about Moby. He has a new documentary coming out. He has a new album coming out. And of course, I'm going to say yes to that. I mean, Moby. Oh, yeah. He's been in my musical consciousness since the the 1990s. Yeah, same here. And he's still there. I mean, I follow him on TikTok and he's one of the most entertaining folks on TikTok, in my opinion, especially if you're a musician and you like recording and audio. But I watched his documentary. They sent me a screener. 
That interview is booked for early June, so we'll probably launch in mid to late June. Okay. And I'm super excited about it. Me too. I can't wait to hear it. Another interview that I'm excited about, and I've talked about this in prior duo cast, but I'll mention it again because I'm actually going to see this guest perform live tomorrow at the Yakima Seasons Performance Hall. Her name is Monica Nevy. She's a comic. She's from the Pacific Northwest, and she's going to be in Yakima. So I'm going to catch that show. We're going to talk on Monday, talk about the show, talk about her career. That's another interview that I'm excited about. We also have a couple of interviews coming up that are already recorded in the can in the process of being edited. Those interviews are with Sean Krause and Michael Suri. And Jason, uh, I'm assuming that you had not heard of these guests before I spoke to them and that my listeners probably have not heard of them either. No. Because they're very much behind the scenes folks, but they are animators. They are Disney and Pixar animators who are responsible for movies like Toy Story, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. I mean, you name it. Pretty much any Pixar or Disney movie that you know and love, like Up, Lion King. I mean, so many classic, iconic Disney and Pixar films. Sean Krause and Michael Suri are animators that have fun stories to share about how they broke into the industry and what it was like being a part of those special films that we grew up with and our kids grew up with. Oh, yeah. They're great films. It uh, looks like, yeah, we have uh, Mike Surrey coming out on Friday and then Sean Krause coming out the following Wednesday. So it's going to be like a little celebration of animators. Yeah. So I kind of like the way this is working out. We had a songwriters week with Emily James and Sue Ennis, and now we're going to have an animators week. Back to back episodes with two preeminent animators. I think it's great. I, I have an interest in animation. I have ever since I was a kid, I used to make flip books and and uh got pretty good at it but uh i you know i kind of it went on the wayside you know when you get older and you just kind of shift gears and do something different and i focused more on music than drawing but i always wondered what it would be like to be an animator and i i've seen films on it and it is just a time consuming it is it's a lot of work and you got to be really good at it and so yeah i'm impressed i'm 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 easily impressed with things like that so animation is interesting to me Well, you're going to love these interviews. I can't wait to hear what you think. Yeah, me too. Right on, Jason. Well, it was good recapping some episodes, talking about Reed's voicemail, and just catching up with you, man. It's good to chat. Well, I always appreciate it, Brian. Thank you for inviting me back. Until next time, my friend. Right on. Hey, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I have a favor to ask. Can you go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave me a review? Your feedback is what keeps this podcast going. You can also check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with the handle at DreamPathPod. And as always, go find your dream path.